Welcome to the Creator School, Library Edition. I'm your host, Eric Custer, and in these mini sessions, we ask our guests what they're reading, and they share their favorite books, podcasts, and more. Plus, we find out what is rattling around their brains for them to create next. Time to build your reading lists and add to the stack of books on your nightstand. Creator Library is open. Um, so I want to ask a couple quick questions and sort of to, to wrap up because I think it's a it's a super interesting story and again I think I think people sometimes do get infatuated with the success or failure of each individual thing and you know now you've you've you can call yourself a you know an entrepreneur a publisher of a magazine and uh, and sort of have used that to break into the industry that seems so far off a while ago and even though the path seems tortured I think it's great it's a great reminder that that. Uh, even during that time when it's been tough, you've at least been doing what you wanted to do. And that's not, that's not usual for everyone. Yeah. It's awesome. So last couple of things I want to ask you is sort of what's the, um, wh- I want to ask a couple of things about, you know, books that you're reading, things you're watching and that sort of stuff. Um, it, what's the, you know, who's your favorite comedian right now out there that you, uh, you admire the most in terms of the way they're approaching life, the way they're approaching comedy, um, you know, besides your, your, uh, your boss, who else do you really admire right now? <clears throat> Um, uh, I mean, one of my favorite comedians is Kyle Kinane, mm-hmm. um, stand-up comic who, I mean, I just, he's just an amazing writer and, you know, and when I had first moved out to LA, nobody knew him and I was lucky enough to befriend him and, and, you know, he, w- we would bring him out to Arizona to do our modest proposal shows. And he's a guy who, who recognized, who had like a strong voice and, and and recognized it and at first like people didn't get it mm-hmm. you know um but it has but he continued to to craft it and, and and just lean into it harder and um yeah i mean he's he's become one i think one of the best comedians out there right now because of it um anthony jeselnik again i think is is the same for that reason he mm-hmm. you know i was lucky enough to uh, meet him early on and you know, he's known as being this very, uh, you know, have this like real bravado on stage, this real confidence. And, and he told me, that you know, when he started, he was just as nervous and scared as everybody else, uh, going on stage at these open mics. And he thought, well, what if I just switch that and pretend to be overconfident, hmm. you know, and, uh, write jokes from that standpoint and it and it ended up working because i mean everybody else was you know doing it from the other side uh and i always respected that about him um i mean i mean there's so many different comics i can name yeah. that, that i like uh, but that's no, awesome those are perfect those, those are perfect stand out. what's the um what's the what's the book or books on your nightstand right now that you're reading oh so i <laughs> can I listen to getting thing the audiobook of getting things done over and over uh-huh. again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ironically as it will be. I um because I'm so disorganized as a person, uh that I, but that system really works for me when I apply it. So um I keep doing that. I but I do I listen I love Audible and I'm always listening I have a bit of a commute. Um, so I'm always listening to different stuff. Uh, I just, I just listened to, 
uh, Rafe Bartholomew's new uh, memoir about he and his dad called Two and Two. It's about uh, McSorley's Pub in mm. New York, which is the oldest surviving pub in New York. It's a really interesting mm-hmm. story. Um, just started. Uh, oh, I just had read a uh, nothing is true and everything is possible, mm-hmm. which is about uh, this, <clears throat> which is about this uh, TV producer who had gone to Russia and uh, seen how like reality TV, he had seen firsthand how reality TV started to influence how they did politics. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a really interesting read. And um, I think my mother-in-law, oh, my mother-in-law just had given me uh, the Hillbilly Eulogy by uh, oh yeah yeah J.D. Vance, and uh, yep. started reading that, and that's uh, been really interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's fascinating. Um, and then last question for you, you know, every kind of every kind of creator I get to to meet, they always. You know, someone who's created something like a magazine, or you've created these these shows. Um, you know, people who've written books, always in their mind say, "Someday I will create what." What's your what's your what? What's the book you'll write someday? What's the event series you'd put on? What's the sort of the thing that you would create uh, next in, in in the world of Ryan McKee? Now that you've had all these interesting experiences, um, the thing I want to create next is yeah, I want to pro- like write and produce a web series that really stands up with like what people think of a television series. Hmm, interesting. Know? And, yep. um, you know, I, I, I think the opportunities that are getting there with, you know, places like YouTube red and, 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 and Facebook, uh, shows and, and, and we just, I, you know, I, I just recently wrote and produced a uh, web a, a series for Snapchat that's starring James. Um, that'll be like six five minute episodes should come out in like March, and so I want to continue in that medium. I want to mm-hmm. figure out ways to create um, original comedy scripted content and. Um, in new in new mediums you know yeah, um yeah. And, and so i want to keep keep exploring that space and uh, and hopefully i don't know what it is yet but i i would love to to do a big show uh online yeah i think it's i think it's it's uh we're sort of as much as people like oh yeah you know the internet has figured this thing out there's still just so many big spaces to explore and oh, and i think yeah yeah i mean we're so early in all these things with it people feels forget. like the internet yeah. has figured it out, yeah. but we're so far, so far yeah. still away. Like it's still, I mean, people were calling when in 2008, when I moved to New York and started really producing a lot of online content, people were calling it the wild west. And it, I don't know what it was. The, I don't know what became, be, what was technically before the wild west, I guess, just like <laughs> yeah. American. That's really yeah. where we were there. Like, it's now the Wild West. Like people still don't quite understand how to monetize creative content, you know, and mm-hmm. and, and really blow it out for that reason. And we're, you know, we'll get there, obviously. But um, when advertisers are still mostly putting the big dollars in, in into television advertising, 
it's not it's not going to be until they really focus on um, advertising online in in a in a meaningful way that you'll see these bigger shows uh, come out of it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. And it's it's a uh, there's still there's still all these fundamental pieces that traditional media has that sort of these new emerging media hasn't quite figured out about how to do micro payments and how to do micro advertising and there's a bunch of new things I think that'll happen. That uh, that I'm excited about. It. Someone someone was sharing with me a little bit about this concept concept of like you know being able to patronize artists you like, and there's these new mediums around that. So I think there's going to be some really interesting next waves as we can as individuals you know support creators much more so. One hundred percent, and you you see it happening, and it has been happening for a while with like Patreon and, and stuff like that, and and the concept of it's exciting to think of like. A creator, like before you had, if you wanted to be a comedian, you had to appeal to this wide range of people so you mm-hmm. could get on television. That was the only way you could do it. But mm-hmm. now you can be a writer, you can be a comedian, you can be a video producer. And if you really, if, if you can get like a million people in the world, in the entire world to just like you, mm-hmm. that could, and, uh, like you enough to give you a couple dollars yeah. a year. Yep. I mean, you will make an amazing living doing that. And yep. it might be a very specific thing that you do well that only a million people in the entire world like, but that's what's so exciting about what we're going into now. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. Uh, so you're so what you're saying basically is you would not do a magazine right now. That's what you're telling us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I would say, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. trying to think of a really pithy answer for that, but, uh, no, I mean, but you know what? Don't listen to me. If you, if that, if you, if someone can really figure out a way yeah. to make a magazine and make it work now, maybe that's where things are going. Maybe, you know, the next round of creators might decide that, uh, digital media has become, you know, overdone and, and we're going to go back to analog. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you see, I, you know, that's why, uh, pe- people sometimes say books aren't books, an old fashioned thing. And I say, yeah, but you know, there's something about books that are sort of timeless. And, and when you create a book, there's something physical about it. So maybe, maybe that's true. Who knows? Yeah. What's also what's exciting. I mean, yeah, people think of everybody has been predicting the death of books for, yeah. 50 years, you know, I mean, it's every time there's a new medium that comes out, people think that it's going to totally do away with the old medium, but they, but like content has a way of just evolving. Like when they're, you know, when radio, there was radio and then there was television and that didn't mean radio totally went away. It just meant that like the shows that were on radio went on to television, you know, and they just found new ways to, uh, to do them and then the same thing is happening with books and you know you, there's so many ways to consume books now like i love audiobooks you know and and if, and for the reasons that you can it's just a different experience of consuming it but that doesn't mean that the the stories and the content go away it's just you gotta keep thinking of new ways to present them i agree i agree